0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Not On This Occasion. I'm Noel.
1: And I'm Delaney.
0: Now, I know you guys probably think this sounds like major shit right now. I assure you, the whole episode doesn't sound like this. Uh, We actually, again, we probably recorded a day early without realizing it. Um, so this is just a beginning thing we're filming after the actual episode. The regular episode is, is business as usual in terms of the audio quality, but we got to do this one by phone because there's major drama in F1 today. Um, and I've not told Delaney about it yet and I wanted to get it on recording. Um, so basically, uh, to catch everyone up last week, and we'll talk about this in the regular episode too, but, uh, last week, Sebastian Vettel announced that he was retiring And yesterday, Fernando Alonso announced he was going to run for Aston Martin, which was a pretty big shock. Um, But today, in the morning, uh, Alpine announced that Oscar Piastri would be drive for their team in 2023, which I think I mentioned might happen um, in, I think I mentioned that would happen uh, in the previous...
1: That's
0: crazy. So, so, but here's, here's where it gets interesting, because with Sebastian Vettel and with Fernando Alonso, uh, the F1 app got uh, gave at least gave me a notification about how that happened. Like there, the F1 app was very quick on announcing that they were retiring and they were moving. Um, yeah. There was nothing from the F1 app about Oscar Piastri, and then today, I think at about two o'clock, Oscar Piastri. Posts this on Twitter. I'm about to read it for you. I understand that. Without my agreement. Alpine F1 have put out a press release. Late this afternoon. That I am driving for them next year. This is wrong. And I have not signed a contract for Alpine for 2023. I will not be driving for Alpine next year.
1: <laughs> oh my god. So, no fucking way.
0: So. What's crazy about that is that literally the same thing happened two weeks ago in IndyCar. With yeah, with McLaren and IndyCar. And the rumor is, is that Oscar Piastri is signing for McLaren next year. So it's, Holy shit. So it's the same thing as IndyCar. Um, McLaren haven't said anything this time around. But we missed that on the podcast too. That happened a day after we recorded, I think, Austria. And um, we talk about it a little in this episode, but... This fucking crazy that's happened again, and McLaren have fucking, like, seven drivers signed up for their car next year. I don't even know who's going to drive that, but they've got um, a lot of shit going on there, which I thought, Zach Hollywood Brown is fucking crazy.
1: Dude, that is insane. I feel like McLaren has their fucking tentacles in everybody <laughs> right now.
0: Yeah, and then the all the IndyCar McLaren drivers are Paddle Award tweeted alexa play deja vu which i really like of course so um it's all that's a good one it's all i with this one mclaren hasn't said anything yet so we really don't know what's going to happen next but uh, at this point i mean we don't know who's gonna i don't know who's gonna drive for alpine and i certainly do not know who is going to drive for mclaren next year so that is that's fucking it's called the silly season for a reason (laughs)
1: Shit be silly.
0: And this is fucking the craziest of them all.
1: Yeah, this is nonsense. This is like <laughs> I feel like maybe we'll get like a definite answer by the end of summer break, but like shit, bro. <laughs> that's crazy.
0: Alright. Of course I,
1: this is what happened the day after we record like actually recorded.
0: <laughs> I know. I was so mad. I was at Target while I was doing it. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like what what the fuck am I supposed to do? And so this <laughs> so that's why we have this over the phone podcast beginning. Um, yes. The so, next minute will be much better. Yeah. So um, that's I just really wanted to get that in there because it, it it's fucking crazy. Um, and now we're going over to the real podcast. Which uh, yesterday the big news, the big shock was Fernando Alonso moving, and that's that's not that's nothing now.
1: That's old news now. <laughs> Nobody cares about
0: that. All right. Well, now. Here's the actual podcast for the Hungarian Grand Prix. Bye. (laughs) All right. All right, that's
1: enough of that.
0: Hey, everybody, <laughs> this is the French Grand Prix episode, <laughs> except it isn't because it fucking sucked.
1: <laughs> we did not have time to record it.
0: <laughs> uh, welcome back, everyone, to not on this occasion. Um, on this occasion, we're not going to be talking about the French Grand Prix because it's old news. It's yesterday's news. It wasn't very good. And we'll talk about it a little bit in a second. But first thing I would like to do is congratulate Max Verstappen on winning the 2022 Formula One World Championship. Because after (laughs) that, after that Hungarian Grand Prix, I think everyone should probably, it's just probably in their best interest to Start working on their 2023 cars and yeah. nothing else.
1: Literally. <laughs> I think uh, everybody's done now at this point. They're like, all right, pack it up. Strategists go home. Engineers go home. We're just going to keep it for now on. You're good. Goodbye. Uh,
0: we'll talk about more of that when we get to the Hungarian Grand Prix. But the first thing that we're going to talk about today is hot off the presses. If I if this was the 1800s and I published a newspaper, the headline would be Fernando Alonso really likes money
1: (laughs) cash is always fucking king always so today extra extra read all about it
0: so this this first okay i guess so this kind of ties into something that happened last week um last week sebastian vettel announced that he would be tired tiring
1: he'd be tired (laughs) He probably is tired he's probably like fuck this shit man he's like i'm over it
0: uh he announced that he would be retiring from Formula One at the end of the 2022 season. Ah, it's very sad. It it's is very sad, sad because honestly. because of, uh, Fernando Alonso is going to be continuing, and his career has been going on for a little bit longer. So yeah,
1: I, and that it's sad too because I don't think I don't think I've met a person that is into Formula One that hates Sebastian Vettel. Like I think everybody loves Sebastian Vettel. Like he's just like a
0: yeah. I think yeah. Especially because he, yeah, I, I really like Sebastian Vettel. There was a lot last year. I really wanted to see him win again because it was sort of maybe possible this year. Not so much um, as to Martin kind of suck <laughs>
1: just just a little bit.
0: Um, so that was, that was that news. And then everyone's sort of wondering like, Hey, who's going to replace Sebastian Vettel? Who's going to drive for Aston Martin next year? Who's going to, Partner, the veteran driver, Lance Stroll. That's
1: so weird to say. <laughs> That's so strange. The new
0: senior driver on the team.
1: Okay. <laughs> the team
0: leader, Lance Stroll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just think they're just looking to keep bringing in old world champions to race, against, race with Lance Stroll to make the team seem cooler <laughs> than it actually is.
0: That seems like a Lawrence Stroll thing to do. Be I like, think.
1: be like, it's okay, Lance. It's okay. You'll eventually get there. We'll just learn from these guys. <laughs> and then the old guys are like, fucking give me millions of dollars. And then Stroll's like, yeah, yeah, whatever here, take it.
0: <laughs> the old guys are like, this team kind of sucks. Like this is my retirement. Cause that yeah. happens a lot with like F1 drivers is they send them out to passion. They go to, a, they, they spend their last few years at a team that isn't very good that I think they they go there and be like, Oh, maybe I can make this good then it yeah. you know, doesn't work out, and then they retire. Kimi Riken in, special others,
1: others. <laughs> Fernando Alonso's Fernando done Alonso. it like four, four times, times
0: now. I'm surprised he's still there, honestly. But uh, <laughs> oh, well, here that's no. the news from today is that Fernando Alonso has announced. I don't know if it's just one season or if it's multiple seasons, it said a
1: multi year contract.
0: Okay, he's he, so he's going to be running for Aston Martin at least for two, yeah, at least for two years, which makes no sense to me. Yeah, I get the only Alpine is pretty good this year, it I is. think. So,
1: but I feel like him and Espen Ocon could of I mean, they're like pretty equally matched, I'd say, yeah. versus the rest of the field to the point where they could like work together to make the team better.
0: Yeah. I even have in my notes from France, I have a bunch of notes about how good Alonso is doing. I don't remember really what I was talking about, but clearly he did some good shit in France. So it's really, really weird to me that he would do that. But honestly, the only thing it makes sense is if it later comes out that Alpine... Didn't want him back and are gonna replace him.
1: Yeah, th- I mean they maybe. they knew about
0: that, but I, but we don't know about that yet. It yeah, we'll see like who, who replaces
1: him in Alpine, because then that'll make sense. I yeah. mean, it just it felt like it was really fast.
0: Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I'm that is
1: kind of how it works. So I, I feel mean, like
0: I remember hearing someone or reading something today that it was kind of a surprise <laughs> to Alpine. So damn, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I think I know woke who- up
1: and saw the TikTok too. They were like, "What? <laughs> what?"
0: I guess my prediction is that Oscar Piastri will drive for Alpine because he's an Alpine reserve driver. And there was a couple episodes ago where I talked about how he was supposed to replace Nicholas Latifi. I don't remember what episode that was, but Uh, it happened at some point. I said it. It's a fever dream now, but I'm pretty sure I said it.
1: Editing no, Pull pull up the clip again.
0: (laughs) So Oscar Piastri, I think, will go to Alpine and Nick DeVries will drive for Williams. That's my early prediction.
1: Oh, write that down, folks. Write that down.
0: You don't have to write it down. I'm right.
1: (laughs) Um, But I just thought I'd read this to you because I thought it was funny. This is like his official statement about going to acid Martin. Um, He says, I've known Lawrence and Lance for many years. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how it starts. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Um, And it's very obvious that they have an ambition and passion to succeed in Formula One. I have watched as this team has systematically attracted great people with winning pedigrees and have become aware of a huge commitment to new facilities and resources as Silverstone. No one in Formula One today is demonstrating a greater vision and absolute commitment to winning. That makes it a really exciting opportunity for me. I still have the hunger and ambition to fight to be in the front, and I want to be a part of the organization that is committed to learn, develop, and succeed. We all appreciate that there is so much to be done and to get into the front. <laughs> Sir, there's a lot to be done to get to the front for that team. And that we must apply all of our engineers in working together to find to find performance. So yeah. They just keep saying a multi-year contract. They're not saying how many years though.
0: Bro, Alonso, Bro, Fernando, Alpine, Alpine no. Aston Martin is fucking ninth right now.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, they're ninth in constructor standings. Oh yeah, duh. They're behind. They're tied with Haas, I guess. But no, what year am I on right now? No, I was about to say twenty twenty two Formula One. Is that right? They are ninth. They're not tied with Haas. I'm on a is not updated after Azerbaijan. What am I on right now? Oh, simple English Wikipedia. What the simple
1: fuck is that? Simple English. <laughs> um. Well, while well, Noel tries to find that. Um, Sebastian Vettel basically is retiring because he wants to be a dad. That's all.
0: That's the most Sebastian Vettel reason I've <laughs> ever heard. Honestly,
1: I, I kind of, I, I wouldn't be surprised in like a year or two. I see him come back into the racing world as like some sort of political figure for something. Like I, I would definitely see him. The steward, the driver steward. Yeah. He becomes the, uh, the race director. <laughs> I don't know. It's be kind of dope.
0: That would be, uh, especially because all the the guest directors they have, the driver stewards, yeah, were like drivers like in 1984 or something like right. that. Like you know, so why so not have like a, newer get a driver. new driver? Yeah, because the only I guess the only one they'd have right now is Kimi Räikkönen, and I'm sure he just doesn't give a fuck. So he's, he's like, like,
1: shut the fuck up. I don't, I don't care. It's can. like
0: track It's Fuck. <laughs>
1: fuck. Ugh. Ugh. what does it? What does he do? He goes. Blah. Blah.
0: <laughs> uh, so Aston Martin is ninth. They're seven points behind AlphaTauri. Um,
1: but yeah, I guess that's the news. So now we wait and see where is everybody going to shuffle down the line.
0: I that's just think maybe. Aston Martin just like really. St- I, I haven't. I haven't really thought about it, but they were a winning team in 2020. They stole Merce- that Mercedes car. There was a whole yeah. draft survive episode about that. But, <laughs> but I mean, like they're still a winning team, and now they're ninth. So
1: yeah. <laughs> Maybe, you know, it could, you know, I, I can agree that maybe Sebastian Vettel was like, you know, I'm, I'm done with this maybe because Aston Martin was like pushing him out and then he, Sebastian Vettel kind of like looked around and he was like, I can't really go anywhere else. Yeah. So he was just like, nah, I'm done. Which I can, I can respect him being like, no, I want to like spend time with my family, but like there could be more, maybe.
0: There might be more. We could, we could hear it when he writes his book. I'm assuming that's going to happen eventually.
1: That'd be such a good book
0: so uh before we jump into the the pregame of france <laughs> i did need to mention that daniel kiviat did return to racing this weekend he drove in the nascar race at the indianapolis road course he qualified 36th and finished 36th yeah of 30 of 38 cars uh he had that's like-
1: penelope's dad <laughs>
0: No, know. He had some fucking failure. The team he drives for kind of sucks. So wow. I didn't have high hopes for it, but he was like as high as 16th, I think. So, you know, he'll get there. I guess my brother tried to message me on Discord when we were filming the last time. He's like, you got to mention this. And I'm like, well, it's a sprint episode and it's also 1150. I'm already home. You can't mention me about that. <laughs> we're not recording anymore.
1: <laughs> I like how he tried a message you on Discord. <laughs> That's so funny.
0: Was it William? no. Why did
1: he just text you?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I didn't know. I don't. <laughs> and that is a perfect segue into the French Grand Prix, oui, oui. which we will talk about for a little bit. I want to start the French Grand Prix out with. I'm gonna read something. I'm gonna read Philip's notes on the French Grand Prix. Alright,
1: Philip. Because Philip
0: told me that he is gonna start a rival podcast called Yes on This Occasion. Okay. Where he just talks shit about us, I guess. Because that's all we do to him, according according to him, that's Damn. all we do to him. Our
1: like our like two second <laughs> rant about Philip.
0: <laughs> so he doesn't have a lot, and I think this um I think this is a good way to Get into the French Grand Prix because I don't really have anything to say about it. I think most of it can be said about the Hungarian Grand Prix as <gasps> well. Thank you, Peach. Where are you?
1: Just by the door. What did Philip say? Pop off, Philip.
0: All right. So here's Philip's notes. I'll just read them all because you know, because yeah, French Grand Prix. All right. First note: How the fuck you crash out of Paul Ricard? Oh char, oh ugh. oh Charles, and then the face palm emoji. Yeah. Sainz is a better strategist than his strategist. Once he retires, he'd make a great strategist. Imagine what he could do with all the data.
1: Damn right. (laughs) Damn fucking right.
0: If Sainz hadn't have started out of position, then literally nothing would have happened. It would have been the most boring shit ever besides Leclerc, who isn't championship caliber. Sorry to say. Yeah. And then his last note isn't really about the race. It's, just saw this new podcast. That motherfucker's name is Noel, bro. Who <laughs> names their kid that? <laughs> Aww. So yeah, that's the French Grand Prix. Thank you, fella. Anyway, the hunger. No. That's
1: literally all I have for That's the really Grand Prix all team. the
0: that's I mean. I thought I think the only thing that's worth mentioning is I thought in the beginning of the race there was a kind of like a little fun battle for the lead, but then Charlotte Claire crashed. And so Yeah. Yeah.
1: Dude, his 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 yell on the on the radio i was like i think i literally made a note that said dramatic much i was like wow i get it you're very passionate about what you do but even the commentators were like wow anyway so max is now the lead they were like a little uncomfortable and then his like post-race interview was like i don't deserve the championship very depressing yeah i was like
0: that's what that's what he's always done though like even when he wrecked in baku that other year that where that famous i'm stupid thing comes from like that that's kind of always been how he is i thought honestly i kind of thought he was over that after like 2020 and 2021 those horrible seasons for ferrari but i mean i mean what are you gonna do i mean i'd I'd probably be pretty mad too i'd probably have broken the steering wheel if i just did that so
1: yeah he's a young driver you know (laughs) shit happens you know still gotta learn but I think they also, uh, well, this is kind of bleeding into the Hungarian Grand Prix a little bit, but Russell said that he has sympathy for Charles now.
0: So do he I. <laughs>
1: like I, I feel bad. I've seen
0: they destroyed Ferrari destroyed Fernando Alonso's career. They destroyed Felipe Massa's career. They destroyed Sebastian Vettel's career. So
1: yeah, they're <laughs> fucking up a lot of people. I we'll get into it with the Hungarian Grand Prix. I have, a, I have a statement about what's his face.
0: All right. All right, so let's let's just get into the Hungarian Grand Prix then. France sucked. Uh, apparently, it's not coming back next year. I did not hear that until I watched the video after, but apparently during the weekend, they announced that Paul Ricard will, oh, not, the last one. will yeah. not have the French Grand Prix next year. So there either won't be a French Grand Prix next year or it will be somewhere else. I don't know where else it could be. But. No,
1: ratatouille. What? Bah. <laughs> blah blah <laughs> Give what me the right fuck blah. Blah.
0: um well william will be happy at least
1: uh <laughs>
0: i guess the only last note the last two notes i would uh like to say about the french grand prix that i put is ferrari plays the dumbest card ever i hate them blah blah virtual safety car ferrari engine because I think blah, an, an, blah. an Alfa Romeo died on the last lap of, of uh, France as well as a, a Hungary. So. Damn. Um, all right. On to the French Grand Prix. Or fuck. <laughs> Hungarian Grand Prix. Did you know? Run it back. I don't know if I cut this out reveal too much information about myself. But do you know the Stillers hail from Hungary? Yeah. This was my home Grand Prix, basically. Hey, there my, you go. Even though were I'm you wearing, barely hungry, Hungarian at all.
1: Were you wearing your... <laughs> Later Hosens. I don't know why. I think I just think. I just think about your parents in that restaurant. So I just think you guys wear later later hosen every the day. Every day. Uh, I have I'm to Mr. leave and Mr. Mr. Still. I have
0: to leave that in. My dad will be so happy. <laughs> um, this
1: is this is the only w- way I think about you. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> um But yeah.
1: All right. hungry
0: Before before we get into the notes for the Hungarian Grand Prix, Delaney, I would like to reintroduce something we did on the very first episode of the podcast. Oh God. Um, at the bottom of my dance mom's pyramid, I have Ferrari.
1: <laughs> constructors dance mom <Bob> pyramid, <laughs>
0: uh, for our, uh, in terms of other constructors, Alfa Romeo, Alfa Tauri, Aston Martin and Ferrari, I think would be my bottom row right now. Yeah, but, uh, starting with them f- Ferraris, I'd like to give you a review of the season so far up to this point. Pop off. No. So let's just talk about, let's, let's just talk about this. So, Spanish Grand Prix. That was the race Charles Leclerc was leading, and his engine died. Right. Next race is Monaco. That was the race they fucked up the strategy on Leclerc, and he finished fourth. Perez won. Yep. Azerbaijan. Both Ferraris DNF'd mechanical issues. Yep. Next race, Canadian Grand Prix. Because of those issues, Leclerc had to start at the back of the grid, and he only ended up finishing fifth.
1: Still a good race, though. Decent Decent for
0: them. Better, um... Still finished fifth though. Uh British Grand Prix, that was the day they fucked up the strategy yeah. for Leclerc, and he finished fourth. Right. Saints won. Saints won. But they really tried to they really tried to fuck up that. one. It's because
1: one. Sainz put his foot down. He was like, fuck you. No. I'm winning this bitch. <laughs> and he did. I'm proud of him.
0: Uh Austria, Leclerc did win. Uh Saints his engine blew up. Mechanical failure. Yep. Uh France, they fucked up the strategy. Uh, so Sainz finished fifth, and Leclerc wrecked. And now, Hungarian Grand Prix, they hardcore fucked up the strategy. Oh, yeah. And uh, Sainz, I think, was just kind of slow, so he finished fourth, but Leclerc finished sixth. So that is, uh, let me see if I can count here real quick. What is that, eight races in a row that they've fucked up in some way? Yeah. So that's the competition right now.
1: I saw, <laughs> well, I saw a TikTok that was like, untru- un- what is it? I-, I saw a TikTok that said, unpopular opinion about, f1 right now like ferrari would be dominating if it wasn't such a reliability right. issue
0: yeah probably but even then like they're still i think they i think they'd still i don't think they'd be dominating i think they'd yeah. still be losing because their strategy is yeah sucks
1: they're just i don't know what it's the ha- fuck half they're they're the doing.
0: races half the races are reliability the other half are strategy
1: yeah <laughs> they i think i literally made a note about the hungry, hungry hungarian grand prix I think I literally said, I think, oh, I said Ferrari needs to fucking fire somebody already.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know where I, I don't know who to, I don't know who to feel bad for. I think I feel bad for myself, honestly, because (laughs) now I'm watching F1 races and I'm rooting for Mercedes Last Ugh. last November, we were all laughing at Total Wolf, like ah, ha, ha, no Michael, <laughs> no Michael. We're like, hey Total, it's just a motor race, man. It's just a motor race. And, and now, now, who, and now look at us. And now I'm showing up. I'm basically showing up to Total Wolf's doorstep in tears, Please. crying. Please, Total Wolf, come back. And he's like, what was that about? It just a motor race. No, just we... a motor race. I thought it was just a motor race.
1: Oh my god. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> It was kind of fun. To, it was kind of fun for the Toto Cam to come back this
0: race. I've no, I haven't seen him smile since Jetta last year.
1: It was so cute. He was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Hey, Toto's back." And they didn't
0: even win. Once they win, he's gonna fucking blow Scream. up. Like, he's gonna <laughs> smash more Bose headphones. <laughs> um. So since since my viewing of the race got split up, I went back and watched it, or the second half in the afternoon, and yeah. so I was able to do some notes on where Ferrari. Where Ferrari went wrong and how uh-huh. it all how it all unraveled for what many people thought was a guaranteed one two for Ferrari.
1: It was literally looking like <laughs> that, at least for the first twenty laps. I was like, they got this.
0: <laughs> I, I even I, after
1: the first pit, I was like, Yeah, they got this. We'll get it figured out.
0: <laughs> yeah. So here's where it all went wrong for Ferrari. So what happened was they started on mediums, both of the Ferraris, mm-hmm. George Russell and both the Red Bulls, started on the soft tire. Mm. Mind you, it was cold. It was very cold. It rained. Everybody had been saying, on, at least on the news ca- newscast, <laughs> at least on the TV broadcast, all the commentators like, yeah, all the all the team principals says say the hard tires crap. So don't expect it to get used today. Yeah, so, team
1: still went with it.
0: So, so um, Ferrari started on mediums. The other I guess the other challengers for the race when started on soft tire. Then what happened, the first thing that I think was kind of weird, was George Russell pitted, I think, about lap 14, 15, somewhere around that point.
1: Well, they, they decoyed him.
0: Yeah, they, oh, right, right. Ferrari they, decoyed. They faked him out. Yeah. But what I thought was weird is then Ferrari basically pitted right after that. Yeah, like they, right like they, about they didn't F3. wait. So they only ran as long as the soft tire runners yeah. when they were on medium tires. Yeah. And then the, the critical rule, you have to run two different compounds during the race. Yeah. So what happened is when Ferrari pitted again, they went medium again. Yeah. So they're medium, medium. George Russell is soft, medium. Max Verstappen is soft, medium. Yeah. Then Max Verstappen pitted again. And in order to cover off Max Verstappen, Ferrari chose to cover off Max Verstappen. Right. This was probably lap 40. Yeah. Because they pitted mediums twice, they had to go with the hard tire because there was no way they would get the soft tire to the end yep. without having to pit again. So they tried to cover him off, 40 laps to go, and they went on the hards, which were fucking slow as hell. Oh my Haas God. Haas and Alpine also went on to hard tires early, and they sucked. Yep. So. But
1: didn't didn't learn. I don't know
0: why they didn't run their own race. Like, I know Verstappen was fast, but Lewis Hamilton went medium medium soft he also started on mediums yeah and he finished second and he was the fastest car at the end of the race so ferrari or leclerc at least pitted for softs again at the end of the race and i just i guess it just never never worked out for him because i he could have been fast at the end of the race he just wasn't
1: i feel like what the other teams do is like like what you literally just said they run their own race and they're just like they're just trying to win but Ferrari is trying to like beat everybody else, so they're like too focused on what everybody else is doing. So they're like trying to make strategies in preparation for other people's <laughs> stuff. But then you do that, and then the other people go, "Oh, you're look. Like, you want me to do that? I'm not gonna do that." <laughs> like yeah. they like they see what they're trying to do. Their their cards are bleeding. Like they like Ferrari knows oh, if I do this and they do that, then we can do this and we can win. But then if they're like, I'm going to do this, and then the other team doesn't do what Verizon's do, they're like, oh, fuck. Now what? It's like, bitch,
0: what? LeClaire only finished 16 seconds behind the leader. So if he did not make an extra stop, if he went medium, medium, soft, he would be fine. I think he would have won. Yeah. So I don't know why they decided to cover off Max Verstappen at all, really. Yeah. And Max Verstappen started 10th. Yeah, and one and one from the damn race. Won. I mean that
1: was pretty good too. I was like, "Damn, all right, Max."
0: I know I've been been like, "Oh fuck, Max for stepping." I want like, him to die. Like, I- <laughs>
1: <laughs> for legal purposes, we do not.
0: Um, but but if he if he can go ahead and start tenth every race and he can win them all if he's if he's gonna make an impressive drive out of it.
1: Honestly, fuck yeah, he made it look so fucking easy. I was like, "All right,
0: shit." He spun out. He spun out and still beat him.
1: And still beat him. Ay, ay, ay. And then Russell got his maiden pole, but Uh, left with third, which was really
0: disappointing. I really thought George Russell could have won. At
1: least second. I think,
0: yeah, I think the strategy maybe didn't work out for him. Yeah, I thought with it being very difficult to overtake, George Russell could have have won this race. And he had the speed in kind of the middle. I think it fell off. I think he was on the medium, maybe a bit too long. But um, I don't remember why they pitted so early in the second stint, but... I don't know. Maybe it was maybe it was to cover off Max Verstappen, so maybe they fucked it up a little bit too. But I mean,
1: <sighs> but it almost made it look like I—I I could be wrong because of the way that the broadcast was. But it almost made it look like it was team orders and they switched them. Oh
0: yeah, I think they did because Lewis Hamilton was a lot quicker in the end. Yeah, because they—I think for our—I think George Russell's strategy probably got a little bit. Hampered because they wanted to beat Ferrari off the line, so they yeah. started on softs when maybe starting on mediums would have been the better deal. But obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Although at this point, you probably should be able to predict that Ferrari is going to fuck it up. So <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't
0: know how many teams have that in their simulations <laughs> that all right, this is when Ferrari is going to fuck it up. This
1: is when Ferrari is going to explode. They're going to fuck up their strategy. They're going to crash out, or they're just going to have really bad tire strategy too. We'll see. <laughs> Flip a coin.
0: That's I, I read an article after the race that Ferrari's simulation said the hard tire would be a lot faster in the end, but
1: well, Okay. <laughs> okay. But what about
0: the other guys that Well,
1: literally there was other teams racing on hard tires before you pitted. Can't you not see that data too? Can't you not see that oh, they went on hard tires and now they've gotten slower? And say, hey, boss, I don't think we should do this. And then what's his name? Who's what I can never remember his fucking
0: name, the principal. Matteo Bonato.
1: Went to the trailer.
0: I, he just rage quit. He just
1: rage quit. And like, they were like, fuck this. Huh? And the fucking commentators were like, he is in his trailer. The door is shut. He is gone. Matteo Bonato is off the pit wall. I'm like, okay. First of all, Total Wolf doesn't even sit on the pit wall. Why do we care? I'm <laughs> like, why do we care about this? They're like, just to let everybody know, Matteo Bonato is back on the pit wall. I was like, thank you. I was so concerned for his safety in his trailer
0: don't care damn total wolf didn't even have to go to his trailer when they lost the championship yeah just says a lot just says a lot see
1: he's already (laughs) back there
0: so um
1: um i i would also like to start a petition to get formula one to um, invest in some heavy-duty, lightweight metal for their fucking front wings because if I have to deal with one more fucking virtual safety car for a broken end plate, I think I'm going to rage quit myself because that shit is so fucking annoying. One little fucking tap,
0: black yeah, and orange flag. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, God, fuck. That fucked over Leave them
1: alone. Leave him alone. Leave <laughs>
0: Britney alone. Like, Jesus Christ. I will, uh, yeah, yeah. Haas have... Uh, I feel so bad for Haas, honestly. Like they yeah. I feel like the last two races they definitely could have gotten points and haven't because And Alex fucked Albon up by, fucked
1: up his front wing too.
0: Oh right, yeah.
1: Like right at the very beginning. <laughs>
0: uh yeah. I will say though, uh I think that was probably the first proper use of the virtual safety car this season. Yeah. Like, I think if that it's just was a bunch, okay. of, bunch of little shit on the track, like yeah, you could throw it out, but uh, And it was
1: short. It was just virtual safety car yeah. for like not even a half a lap and they're done.
0: So Bravo there, I guess, <laughs> except, yeah. Good job. I mean, job. yeah, there, there, there is a lot of... I don't remember seeing black and orange flags hardly at all. Like, yeah, like last year? They either need stronger front wings or weaker front wings, so they just break completely. completely. And so there's no need for a black and orange flag because you got to pit anyway.
1: Yeah, I just think it's... I, <laughs> I don't know. But that,
0: it has happened a lot this season. Like, I, I don't...
1: More than usual, I'd say. Like, more than I think I've ever noticed. I guess the only other news is Botas retired. But Alfa
0: Romeo's two races in a row fucking retire on the last two laps of the race. Yeah. I don't really know. It's Ferrari engine. So I I don't know. Our tinfoil I don't know. hats
1: are back on. My only other note was that Linda Norris actually had a pretty good qualifier and like a pretty decent race, I'd say, actually. I feel like he could have done a little bit better, but it was Did hard He, to, be he finished s- seventh.
0: Okay. So he... Best of the rest, basically. Yeah. So, like, yeah. that's...
1: It was hard to break that top six. So <laughs> yeah. Like, I get it. But, like, yeah, like, he did... I feel like he's... I feel like McLaren fixed their car issues. They just need to fix their Ricardo <laughs> issues <laughs> to then become a better team.
0: Yeah. I think Alpine is... I think Alpine is probably the fourth best, like, on... In terms of a team. Yeah. Maybe car-wise, McLaren has a better car. But for Lando Norris, he was the only other driver to finish on the lead lap. Um... Charles Leclerc in 6th finished 16 seconds behind Max Verstappen. And Lando Norris in 7th finished a minute and 18 seconds behind Max Verstappen. So yeah. pretty much drove his, I mean, quite literally best of the rest. Drove right. his race and nothing else. Um, so good on him. And Sebastian Vettel finished 10th at the last point of the, the race. So,
1: Yay. And then I still kept seeing all this shit. Vote <laughs> Vettel driver of the day in Abu Dhabi vote vote metal.
0: that's (laughs) tradition that's tradition vote vote a random driver driver of the day vote (laughs) metal.
1: Vote for Abu Dhabi
0: for driver of the day I don't even think the drivers pay
1: attention to that shit I think I think think, I think a commentator told Mick Schumacher a few races back they were like yeah the fans voted you driver there he goes oh sweet it was like there was
0: there was one time it was a couple years ago I don't remember what race it was but there was one time where Lewis Hamilton won the race. Right. Max Verstappen finished like third, but he's he's uh he, he drove up from like a low starting position to finish third. And this was when they did the interviews on the podium. Like they do them right, right in front of it now, and then they do the podium oh, yeah, national yeah. anthem. They did the interviews after way back then. And the guy who's interviewing Lewis Hamilton, he's like, well, here's Max Verstappen. He beat you to drive of the day today. Did you know that? And he's like, I fucking won, so like, <laughs>
1: like why do I fucking care? <laughs> literally, like, no, literally, did not
0: give a shit. Like, <laughs> did not
1: give a flying fuck. And then also, I just I remember hearing the commentators as the race was starting, the formation lap was starting. I was listening to the international broadcast, and the guy was like, "Don't mean to wave our little union jack, but like the all three Brits are in the top five right now." Like, oh yeah, of this race. So <laughs>
0: and then the let's go. The, I was like, yeah, the international. Yeah, they were midway through the race. They're like. I think it's probably the same thing you were talking about, actually. They were, like, really, really up on the future of British Grand Prix yeah. racing because like, they got so George proud. Russell and Lando Norris. And, I was
1: like, and Hamilton's
0: back on form, too. And I was like, okay. okay, okay. Clearly okay. watching a British broadcast yeah. right now. but Some, uh, they're some like, union pride. Sorry to everyone else in the rest of the world who's watching this, but I just got to say this about our British driver. Yeah.
1: I was like, <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you. We'll say it about our one American driver, Daniel Riccardo.
0: <laughs> so, I guess... The only thing I wanted to mention was about the tires because this is something I had in the French Grand Prix notes. I think whatever Pirelli did for the tires this year has led to a lot of unpredictable type races Yeah, where there's a lot of like, it might be a one-stop, it might be a two-stop, it might be a three-stop. That
1: is true. They were They have been talking a lot more about the pit stop strategy this year, I feel like.
0: Yeah, and I think that is... I think that is good, but it could be better. I think last year and every other year I've watched F1, there was a rule that if you started, or the tires you ran in Q2, you had to start the race on. Yes. And so they got rid of that rule this year. And so right now, I think the way that it has it, besides this race, this race, this last Hungarian Grand Prix is probably the exception Pretty much every other race this season has been the soft tires kind of not really good. It's like a qualifying tire and you don't use it during the race. Right. And so I think that has kind of led to a lot of samey strategies Mm -hmm. where, I mean, the only difference would be saving a pit stop, which I don't think really anyone ever does. Yeah. So I think that is something that I kind of wish they would bring that rule back because I think it would make for more interesting, more interesting races. You got people starting on the soft tires that might be, I don't know. I don't know. I think. I It'd think be that more has the, variety. I think that starting. has the potential to be a lot better than it kind of is right now. Yeah. Um. So. No, I agree. So I, I wish they would bring that rule back. I kind of forgot about that or, rule. Yeah, I think it. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I guess last year it didn't. Um. I mean, honestly, besides that, I just wrote a couple of their drivers' names. Now, Science, I think he's just kind of slow, so that's why he lost all the <laughs> positions. Like, yeah. Um, Lewis Hamilton, I would have been interested to see what that race would have been like if Lewis Hamilton got that last qualifying lap in and didn't start seventh. Like if he was up in fourth or third or anywhere up that. There was,
1: there was some pretty cool double passes. Like I think it happened twice where one person passed two
0: people at the same time. I think so, yeah. And there was, I mean, there was good battles for the lead. So I thought it was for all the Hungarian all, Grand Prix. Race. I thought it was pretty good. Maybe not in the top three. Yeah. I don't remember what race. I don't know. It might be better than Austria. I don't know. I I thought it was pretty different. It was definitely better than the French Grand Prix. Yeah, it was definitely better than the French Grand Prix.
1: That's pretty much it for...
0: Honestly, it was a good race, but there's not a whole lot to talk about, I think, besides that. Like, I can't really... I can't really... I'm looking at the results. Uh, Suck Ferrari. Alpha Tauri suck. Alfa Romeo kind of suck now. I don't know. The Bottas hype was so high this year, at the beginning, and now. Hasn't scored points in, like, five races. Died in the last two laps. Haas, Daniel Ricciardo sucks. Yep. Nicholas Latifi finished. Daniel Ricciardo
1: was one that did a did a double pass.
0: Oh, Okay, that's so, pretty cool. And then he like, but he ran over off. Lance Stroll. <laughs> <laughs> Got a five second yeah. time penalty. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. That's. I mean, it's it, like now we're finally seeing. The battle for first being against six people.
0: Yeah, this was the first race where we had everyone, honestly. And everyone finished 16 seconds. Like, that's pretty close. Pretty close. If everyone started in the right position, well, I don't know. If Max Verstappen started in the right position, he may have just walked away with it. So that's the only thing. Um, At the
1: end, he was kind of pulling away. We
0: might have a good battle for second in the championship.
1: (sighs) That's true. That is true. The
0: lead, like I already said, Stepan already won the championship. Red Bull already have the constructors championship. So yeah, um, it's still early days, but not that early. I don't we think we got nine <laughs> more races
1: left. No, it's not early days no more. We are well over half way through the season.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I, th- I hear that heat up in the summer anyway. Um, but um, yeah, we're going into the summer break. Mercedes have. The same amount of podiums this season as Ferrari. That's the only other thing I think I need to say here. Mercedes start as their worst season ever, and now, just saying, just saying. Interesting. Ferrari fastest car on average still. Let's go over. Let's predictions. All right, so predictions oh. for Hungary. I had George Russell on pole. I had uh, Max Verstappen winning. I had. Damn, <laughs> we're going right into it. I was like,
1: I didn't even think about predictions yet. <laughs> no Once. fucking way Theo touched that. <laughs> um, Theo, so our, yeah. new, <laughs> our new DJ.
0: The sound guy. Yeah, so obviously, guys, we did not do predictions for Hungry, so that's why I'm allowed to say that I had George Russell. I predicted <laughs> before, it just wasn't on there. Yeah. It just wasn't on recording.
1: I had George Russell on pole two. <laughs> I had Hamilton winning, but, you know, <laughs> shit happens. Mercedes won two. Belgium.
0: So up next is the Belgium Grand Prix.
1: After the summer break.
0: After the summer break.
1: (laughs) Which there will be a mini break for us as well. Which there
0: will be a mini break for us as well, except even minier because there's a sprint episode that I'll just put out in the thing, so you'll probably just not even notice. (laughs)
1: That's all right. I'm moving, guys.
0: Belgium Grand Prix. Last year, this was the highlight of the season. We got the one-lap Safety car race. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, Max Verstappen, George Russell, and I think Lewis Hamilton were the podium last year. So that was the podium for the last two races as well this season. So that that's is, kind of it's, it's kind of, of looking fucking where it's going. crazy, fucking crazy. That's that's nuts. It's kind of looking like um, where it's
1: going right now.
0: I think usually it's not very good no. from what I remember. Um, it's a cool track. I think like it's in the woods. Like it's in. It's pretty. It's, you know, it's got... It's an old, old track. Yeah. So it's got a lot of elements of, like, the old days of F1, like, corners that if you do wrong, you'll die. Like, it's got a lot of that stuff. So that's... Danger. (laughs) That's all well and good. Maybe the new cars will be good at it, but I do not remember a single Belgium Grand Prix besides the last season. And that one was worst of all, so... um, Hopefully we don't get a (laughs) two-peat. I will cry. So, imagine... (laughs) imagine the podcast for the Belgium Grand Prix last year. Shit oh would have been God. like a minute if we hadn't
1: like <laughs> there was one lap. That's it. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> um so yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Um yeah. in the Belgium Grand Prix. But for predictions wise <laughs> you I could definitely see the
1: internal dilemma happening right now.
0: I don't know if I want to say Mercedes. I don't know if I want to start picking Mercedes as a threat as like a yeah. as a race winning or
1: That's just why I've say Checo every time because it's a safe <laughs> safe bet. Will it happen? Probably not, but like
0: uh I don't know where they are in engine pace, so I'll say I'll say Verstappen gets pole. Um yeah. At this point, actually, you know what, Ferrari's probably... I'll still say Verstappen, I think Ferrari still can get poles. It's just they can't win. So, But I'll still say Verstappen on pole. I think they're going to be... On, he's. I mean, he's already on a fucking hot streak, so you might as well call this championship his. I already did. So I'll say Verstappen is, gets pole. Fuck yeah. <laughs> For the race, um, I'm just going to say the same fucking podium as the last two races. I'll say Hamilton wins. I don't know how that happens, but I'll say Hamilton, Verstappen, and Russell; um, those are the three drivers of the season. Not, not any of those red guys.
1: Not <laughs> it. Red guys, the red, the red wave. I'd say I'm gonna say Verstappen as well for Paul, but I'm gonna say Russell, Verstappen, Hamilton.
0: Oh shit! Oh shit! Russell gonna get it this time. Maybe by not, maybe by not picking Ferrari, they'll. They'll start, they'll get their shit together. In the off-season, Matteo Bonato on his break is going to be like, I just watched this fucking podcast, guys. Guys, and they I just didn't watched this podcast. And they didn't pick us. And now I'm really worried. <laughs> I, drink, I drink my
1: espresso. And I don't know what to do.
0: And uh, I think we should.
1: <laughs> Italian. <laughs>
0: and I we need to fix this shit, guys. Because uh, they're not picking us. They're not the picking us as driver of the day. <laughs> <And> I'm sad. <laughs> so maybe that will happen. Damn, Fernando Alonso is finishing the points the last fucking eight consecutive races. Yeah, you know And he wants to go to Aston Martin. Rip Alpine. I hope it pays well.
1: I hope it pays well, too. Does
0: anyone else? I think Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen are the only other drivers to score points in the last eight races. Oh, also, also, sad news. Sad news. I just remembered this. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Mick Schumacher, Yuki Tsunoda... Joe Guan Yu, Lance Stroll, Alex Albon, Nicholas Latifi, and Nico Hulkenberg are no longer mathematically eligible for the championship. They cannot damn win it. no matter what happens. They're too far behind in the championship to win. Um, Sebastian Vettel's only four points ahead of Mick Schumacher, but he's still in contention. And Pierre Gasly, all you Daniel Ricardo fans... Sleep well because Sleep he is well. still championship. He's still eligible. in the running, <laughs> he is still there.
1: I can't wait for every race <laughs> more people to drop off. Like it'll just be like another person, another person, another person.
0: Uh, also, Nicholas Latifi fastest in free practice three, and he had a he had a purple sector one in his last qualifying lap and still qualified last.
1: Goat Tifi, bro, <laughs> Make it a comeback. <laughs> I can't wait for all these new F one fans that watched last year's race, and they're gonna be so confused when the drivers championship gets like announced at like Singapore. And they're gonna which, be like, "What? Yeah,
0: which fucking with three races to go? What
1: they could be like? They could they could do that. <laughs> There's still more races. <laughs>
0: what? They what should make the last races double points?
1: Double <laughs> points. Double or nothing.
0: So yeah, that's that's it for the Hungarian. Hungarian Grand Prix episode as well as the French Grand Prix as well as the Fernando Alonso Grand Prix and the Sebastian and, Vettel and the Sebastian retirement Vettel Grand Prix. so um, yeah is there any bold prediction for the second half of the season
1: um there's gonna be a driver that's gonna drop out like really last minute I can see it I can feel it
0: like drop out of the sport or like, like
1: like just announce with like two races left that they're not coming back after oh, okay. like after everything
0: seems like Nicholas <laughs> Yeah,
1: that one's not too surprising. But I am predicting <laughs> I'm predicting more of a Daniel Ricardo.
0: Ooh, yeah. The silly season's getting fun. Oh, I didn't even talk about that. Well What? I there's a lot of drama going on on McLaren's indie car side. Oh, yeah. I talked yeah, about that in the sprint episode, but I didn't leave it in. I don't think that's gonna happen though. For those of you who have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, <laughs> which is everyone probably. Yeah. Basically uh, McLaren F1 attempted to sign the current IndyCar champ or the defending IndyCar champion, Um, but he's signed for another team. And so now it's in court. Like now the oh. team's taken to the court and they want to take it to the federal court. So I don't. In what think fucking country? I don't. He, this one. Oh, really? <laughs> the United States, yeah.
1: Oh. I feel like the United States has a little bit more to deal with in their federal court system right now than an <laughs> F1 team. And no apologies apologies to everybody. Well, it might be like
0: a federal, I don't know. I don't like a, know. It might be like, like a, a fucking state or some shit. I, I don't know how the court system works. I know how the tax court system works, not the fucking.
1: I failed. I failed. Uh, <laughs> what was it called? Best gov.
0: So, yeah, that I, I don't think Alex Pillow is going to be an F1 driver anytime soon. I think his next season he'll spend on the couch on a salary. So, yeah, probably. Maybe that's the way to go. Maybe that's the life to live. Yeah. Um, but I think Daniel Ricardo is probably going to be back next season. Unless the courts hate Daniel Ricardo. Maybe and the judges are like, hey, fuck that guy.
1: Maybe. You never <laughs> side know. Side with
0: McLaren. So I guess we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, honestly, I my bold predictions that Hassel won two at uh Singapore.
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that.
0: Hassel won two, maybe like four cars will finish. It'll rain street circuit night race. It'll be the fucking you and can't pass.
1: My other bold prediction is Sergio Perez will win the Mexican Grand Prix.
0: He has to. He, he has, has to. to. He has to.
1: That'd be a fucking insane. We could hear the fucking reverb of the party from up here. But yeah.
0: Yep. That's uh That's it. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for watching. Leave a like on
1: Spotify and Podbean
0: I guess If you can leave a like On any of those I think it's a heart On heart on something Leave a heart Leave a like Leave a favorite Add to your Playlists Yep Or your podcast Turn on the bell Do something Subscribe
1: to our YouTube channel We love you
0: I won't go that far <laughs> I I like you guys You guys are cool I love you Thank you For being Alright, well that's uh that's it. That's all we're going on the summer break, and then we'll be back for Belgium. Back for the Belgium Grand Prix. It's Belgium, the Netherlands, Italy, Singapore, Japan, United States, Mexico, Brazil, and Abu Dhabi.
1: Wrapping it all up in November.
0: And then, yeah. And then Pretty early in November too. Yeah, it's not going as late this season, which I'm kinda happy about. Probably, yeah, that's probably for the best. Yeah. December twelfth. We didn't really need to be going till then. Yeah. But yeah. Thank happy, you. Happy season. Happy summer break. Hope happy you summer break. Hope guys go tubing. Go or tubing. Go chop go down some trees. boating.
1: Or... Any hoosers.
0: All right. Yeah. Goodbye. That's the end.